0: Let me just tell you something real quick. All right. So, dude, you ever been at work and you
1: have someone just... You're going to... Wait, you got to intro us <laughs> in. Why?
0: Why? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? All right. Yeah, this is the overflow. Let's. We just talking. We talk random stuff. We let the conversation <laughs> flow. We just want you guys to be a part of a conversation that, one, you might have with your boys or you may never have with your boys. If you don't have any boys, we are your boys. If you have boys already... Learn from these conversations. Maybe ask some questions that we ask. Maybe um, shout
2: out to the female listeners as well.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. my fault. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot women existed for a second. You know.
1: Honestly, the majority of people that are going to listen to this, like from my Bible study and like my just current friend group, are going to be women. Oh, so bet.
0: It's, okay. Uh, here. Yeah. Cool. Well, so back b- back to my main point that I was making before. Got interrupted here. I um. <laughs> okay, so you you guys have ever been working right? And the like the smallest thing will make you mad. Well, I I've, I've been having this 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 reoccurring instance that happens almost every single weekend. I have one of my coworkers steal one of my pins, right? it irks me. So I'll, I'll lend him my pen be like, oh, you need to write something? Okay, that's fine. I'm not using it right now. We're in the middle of a van. Here here you go. i never see that pen for the rest of my life. And it's one of my good ones, bro. It's like one of them Sharpie. It's .7, you know. Uh, oh, those are gel. good
2: ones. They're oh. great,
0: dude. They're great. Funny. So I went out and bought myself a pack today and I think that honestly having a good pen in your life that you can I don't know why. It might be the adult in me or just something, but that right there having a good pen to write with dude
2: no man that, that's no. a blessing. that's Because
0: man it just makes you feel like you want to write more you know your hand don't get all tired because you're like man this feels nice smooth and maturing everything.
2: is recognizing what a good pen is dude thank you thank mm-hmm. you or, or and not being afraid definitely. to drop a little bit of money on it too
0: yeah yeah
2: you know what i noticed whenever i got old or that i was getting
0: old what? um when i had an appreciation for a vacuumed carpet I was like, dang, that's <laughs> yeah. nice." Like you could smell it,
1: dude. and it looks like it looks like freshly molded. Oh, yes, yes Brad, it does. It does. You get like dude, the lines
2: like, in there. Oh my god! Yeah, so oh. <laughs>
1: that is really nice. On the, on the on the pens though, that is that's a telltale sign of like you're becoming an yeah. adult when you get to buy the pens that you yeah, want. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like man. Mom's not taking you to the like Office Max to get like the erasable pens for class. Like, you get to buy whatever you want. You're like, oh, like I can get the luxury pens. I can, you know, go cheap and get a thousand Mm -hmm. of them. Um, That's a telltale sign of being an adult. Another telltale sign of being an adult when you buy a pizza, like you order a pizza and you can get whatever you want. Whatever you
0: want. Whatever you want. And ain't that a good feeling, too? Like you want more more uh, mm. you want you want to add more? Yeah, I want to add more. Put on peppers. You want more? Yeah, yeah onions. You know, you just get to do whatever you want. It's really nice. Yeah, I'm
2: I'm going to get whatever yeah. I want. And that brings us to our first unofficial sponsor, PaperMate. PaperMate. You write it, we <laughs> sell it. <laughs> Buy PaperMate. Buy PaperMates, guys. It's a great pen, especially the Sharpie ones,
0: gel 0.5 this time though. <laughs> um so but this kind of segues into my curse, dude. I'm telling you, man, being an adult requires you to do a lot of stuff at home that you didn't necessarily need to do as a kid. And one of those things is cleaning a bathroom, okay? Um, I realize the importance of cleaning a bathroom and the need for it, and it feels really good having a clean bathroom afterwards, but my God. (laughs) Cleaning a bathroom (laughs) in the midst of it, dude, absolutely sucks, dude. I let it go too bad, I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry, guys, for the people out there that think I'm gross, dude.
2: What were you doing last year, bro, when, when we shared? What was that all about?
0: You didn't I cleaned do it. I
2: did, I cleaned it one time. I cleaned it. Oh my one time. gosh, bro! One time. Help me. I cleaned it one time because you were on
0: my you were on my tail about it too. Because you were like, man, I just you kind of have one of those like real roommate talks, like, hey, man, I just needed you to step up a little more. Like I've been doing this, but then sometimes you'd be like, yeah, you ain't shit. I did it. You didn't. <laughs> like, all right. Damn. You're like, all one right. Of
2: those, you're like one of those kids that like as soon as you tell them to do something, then they don't want to do it. Bro, truthfully, yes,
0: yes. I only enjoy it when it's my idea. I know it's really bad. And I need to get away from it, I am, but like
2: especially uh, whenever like see, yeah. <laughs> Seeing you on the couch, bro, and Brad can speak on this just walking Bro, let home me a take a nap, bro. Let me take a nap. <laughs> you guys don't That's let always, me nap.
0: Bro, I'm not life even gonna lie, bro. Shit. There was a
2: couple nights at, at, at that house at Rancho where I would get home at like nine PM after a long day. And yep. like you, Cole and Banks would just be like, uh like eating or something and I just been like, bro <laughs> And then, like, I just start like cleaning. Like, what do y'all been doing, dude? <laughs> we've been chilling, bro. You know, you know, dang well it's gonna get clean. Like that house was never yeah. bad. Like you're the right, floors are right. the only thing that we
0: let go bad because after the Halloween party, we didn't clean that thing for like three weeks. We dude. were sticking on the floors. Oh, and, oh and, my god! I believe like, we had ants, bro. bro. Bro, ants were still there until we moved out. We there were still ants oh when, when I moved out. I was like, "Yep, this ain't going ever away."
1: If you're renting a house, though, like, what are you supposed to yeah. do about
0: that? Oh, yes. also, speaking of, when are we getting our direct deposit, right? We need to talk to Scott Shout about out, that. Scott. Holly. Scott, yeah, Holly. Appreciate that. I need my money. But I also did say, if, uh, since I did hack a tree you in the backyard, um, if we do get any docked or anything, I told Scott, I was like, dude, just delegate my shit out, because if that tree... Oh, was my getting... God. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, uh, was kind of messed up with me. What but, did you do? Uh, well, you know how Cole had that axe, right? Yeah. Um. So like the, the big tree in the backyard. Um. Me and Keenan just went ham at it and just started hacking at it because like we were going to see if like who can mm-hmm. leave the axe inside the tree, who can hit it the hardest. It, so we just went back and forth. And, you know, it was one of those oh nights my where we gosh. had a yeah, we had a bonfire. People were doing things, you know. But so we just got got to you know chopping a tree.
1: Gosh, All right, we're, we're getting into the weeds. Let's get back on back on oh top. <laughs> so
0: oh that's man. my blessing and curse right there. Clean your bathrooms, guys. It sucks in the middle of it, but it's worth it in the end.
2: What is the blessing and curse, bro? So your curse is cleaning your bathroom, but what's your blessing?
0: A nice pen. Oh, A nice pens.
2: pen. My fault. Were you
0: not here for that? You was No, you I was. Out. I was.
2: I thought your pens were axing things. That's what I thought you were talking about at first. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Word, <Orionül entendu> word. Well, I can do mine next. Um, yeah, I let, let Brad close up here. So my, I'm gonna start with my curse. My curse is artificial intelligence, and not, ooh, ooh. not, not, not as a whole. Not as a whole. I got a specific story that <laughs> that goes along with this. I never go to McDonald's. I never go. Okay, it's like a place that I kind of right. stopped going to. For
0: sure. But
2: I went. I went for the first time uh, a couple weeks ago, and I pull up through the drive-through because I had the rewards program and I had a gift card, so I was going to get a little free you got a rewards like, program right for there.
0: everything, bro. That's what I'm saying,
2: bro, you might I as you well. You got
0: a 7-Eleven one. And
2: dude. and there was an art of, like an AI like voice. That was like, what can I get started for you today? And I was just immediately like, no way, this is gonna take forever. Because I was trying to get like mm-hmm. I was trying to get like those deals that are like two for five, or like use like my code that I had from the app to get like <laughs> a free fry or something like that. And just trying to communicate that to the machine was impossible, bro. Like, I was like, oh, like, let me get a McDouble. And then it, like, rang that in wrong, and then I was like, oh, wait, no, like, it's actually a McDouble. And then all of a sudden, there was, like, four. Then there was, like, four McDoubles. And I was like okay, wait, wait, I was like, wait, I was like, we got to go back, uh, because yeah. there's like fry. And then like, the manufacturer, like, damn. Yeah. And, and I was just like, no. And there was like cars behind me. And I was like, dude, this is just a nightmare scenario. And it lasted long enough to the point where a worker finally got on. and was like, oh, so you just want two McDoubles and a fry. And I was like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Why? Why was that so complicated? Yeah, so it was just, it was just oh, an extraneous, Steve. extraneous situation. And
0: that's not, that's not AI though. That's like, that's like contacting your insurance company and having to wait 16 minutes just to get to someone, you know, it's just like a, a automated voice yeah. message.
2: Yeah. Whatever you call that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I guess I just, yeah, that's AI. AI you know, I sound like a, I sound like a, I sound like a boomer. Yeah. Not that's that, a, not that, AI uh, bullshit. <laughs> taking over the world. But I just did not think it was necessary to have an automated drive through that i feel like that job was meant for a person to do oh, before never. you get further yeah. though have you noticed any of your kids using uh chat gbt no there's not really right. a need for math but oh that's right uh you can still solve it though
1: sounds like you're oblivious to me <laughs>
0: i
2: mean i've seen photos. everyone's
0: math. using it i use it for my dqs hopefully gc never would ever find this shit. but they, I, I, it's I, like I,
2: impossible mm. to
0: detect it though Oh, uh, it, you 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 have to put it back into the system and be like, "Did you write this?" It'll be like, "Yes, I did."
2: What? Yeah, <laughs> ain't no yeah. way teachers are doing that though.
0: I mean, some people get caught for it. I know I've I've seen several videos online nice. about like professors going a wall like
2: stop using ChatGPT
0: like yelling. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> need but to anyways. Chill out." Because yeah, right. Not that bad. <laughs>
2: um. Right. I honestly forgot my blessing. blessing. I honestly forgot my blessing. To be completely honest, I, I like I'm blanking a little bit. So how about we do Brad's and then we come back to me for the blessing? Uh,
1: maybe you could just piggyback off one mine because I feel like I have three. But Dang. uh I just I can never pick, man. I just you know I get so excited. I just excited. come on on the spot. Um, my curse is Wi-Fi, like specifically bad wi-fi or like bad connection or just like a slow computer like you could be having the best day ever and then like you get an email from your insurance company about fraud or something and then you like click on it and it won't open and then you're like oh i'll just close out the app and you like close it out and then you click on it again and it's still not working and then you're like oh maybe i just refresh and it's still not working like that like sequence of events can literally start world wars. Like, I swear. So like, just bad Wi-Fi in Did general. Like, uh, I mean, I have I have data on my phone, so it's fine, and I also have a hotspot, so it's like also fine. But sometimes, like, even that doesn't work, and if that doesn't work, you're Screw literally me. sitting there, like, uh, I don't know what to do with my life. But um, I agree. Yeah, that would be my. Just shows
2: how privileged we are, though. Curse.
1: Facts, so, though. It's definitely a first world. Definitely a first world. Yeah, problem. right. Yeah. Um. We ain't shit. And then my blessing. I, I have a couple. I mean, I had a couple saved because we were like, you know, not. For the people that don't know, we haven't recorded for a few weeks. We're getting back on it, but yeah. just a short one is Ross. Dress from come for on, nice. on now. Let's oh. get cleats from there, I used to get Stand cleats, up, bro. Ross. I Used to fall Stand out up. with them. They got some Ross. nice
0: cleats. Oh, Reebok. Size above,
1: but I Ross. don't care. They look good. <laughs> dress for less, right? Ross dress Ross dress for less is so underrated, bro. I, I went there to get like – I needed like black dress shoes or something because I like have a black blazer. And I was like brown shoes. Like I don't have any black shoes. I was like I'm going to get some black shoes. And I go in there and uh, I like just glance at the coat rack and I see some Chino pants Ooh. on there. Pull them out. And they're Calvin Klein pants, and it they're like a navy blue. Oh, okay. And they're they're Calvin Klein, Klein pants, and I like look at the, <laughs> I look at the tag, I look at the tag, and Ross knows what they're doing with this. They have the original tag on there, and then they have their price. Mm-hmm. The original price on these pants is ninety five dollars. Hey, yo. The Ross dress for less price is twenty eight ninety nine. That is the best advertising because I immediately was like, I have to try this (laughs) on. Try them on. They're gorgeous Calvin Klein pants. So my my blessing is Ross dressed for less. And then I have a little one to add on, which is uh, you go to the gas station. You know, you pull the nozzle out. You stick your card in, whatever. Press the button. And you put the nozzle into your vehicle. And you have those couple of seconds where you're like pulling the trigger, right? And it's not coming out. It's like, and then it catches, it catches and the gas starts coming out. And then you have that little like ease of stress where you're just like, okay, I can chill. I can like look at my phone, you know, just appreciate the day, (laughs) take a breath of fresh air. So that's my, my second That is
0: nice though, man. Now that you say that, that is really nice. And building on that, bro, like lately, like I've been able to fill up my tank from when it's on E. Back in the day when I was living in Rancho, I'd only put fifteen to twenty bucks in it at a time. Come on, I probably filled Tom. up once. You were not struggling that much. I was struggling, bro. Why do you think I was working two jobs? I was working two jobs to make it to make ends meet, bro. Half the time, then when I was when I was saying whenever uh, rent came out, bro, I'd be like, "Fuck, I have eight hundred dollars in my bank account right now. I have to spend six hundred right now." There goes uh, I, I got to live off two hundred now. <laughs> It'd be calm geez. by time check comes.
2: <laughs> bro, hey, well, that new jobs, that new jobs getting you right though.
0: I don't have to look at my bank account anymore, bro. Which is nice. Let's go E. Let's go. <laughs> Yo,
2: like I'd be going out to eat. Like you guys just want to go out to
0: eat. I'd be like, hold on. Like I would discreetly look at my bank. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hold on. Let me answer this text. You put <laughs> straight Chase, up. If you look Chase at my glasses, Smith.
0: I'm like sitting right there, negative three dollars. Like, nah, bro. I got I got plans tonight. Actually, you I was gonna go. overdraft fee. Like, but, <laughs> but you made those plans. I'm like, yeah. I just canceled. You know,
2: <laughs> dude. The most random job you had was at that restaurant.
0: Bro, right at the yard house, bro. That job treated me. Uh, I don't know how to describe that time, of, or that era of life. That was such a weird time, I have to say. <laughs> Always got called Vato, you know, Gringo. I'm like, eh, what's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> oh, you Vato, Gringo. You know what's going on? That was,
2: that was hilarious, I, bro. Yeah, that was
0: uh, that was brutal. Met
2: some great and friends you only though. Only worked nights. You only worked <laughs> nights. only nights on only weekends.
0: Nights. Bro, I oh dude. They sucked. That's him right now, huh?
2: Yeah, now he's getting the new job. Right now,
0: dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting the new gig though, Brad. Uh, Hopefully, I don't know yet. I I don't know if I want it though. That's that's a whole different topic. I don't.
2: Mm. don't Speaking of jobs, speaking of jobs, Brad, did I uh, did I ever tell you that I answered the guy's phone call and I got your recommendation in?
0: Oh,
1: you did? Nah. But I figured you did.
2: How did that guy go was talking crazy,
1: dude? Oh, right? You just come yeah. out of nowhere with some shit. Like I didn't know
0: <laughs> this did. about Brad either. I didn't know. How,
2: <laughs> I didn't know the questions that he was supposed to ask. He was like, he was like, um, "Have you ever seen Brad drink?" And I was like, "Have I?" <laughs> Bro, you I, like, I want to see how you answer I this? I, did. I was like, I was like, I have, but not to the point where he would be. Wait, wait, where that would be too much
1: for context what he's talking about is i have a like background checks for my policing stuff oh yeah and basically you have to list all your closest friends and so like i listed these two guys and then some of my buddies back home and they are calling them like straight up just calling them up and they're
2: like you know what do you think of this guy yeah. blah 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 yeah and all it's right, not it's ahead. not like they just call you and then if you don't answer then that's it they, they call, call you, you and they expect an answer, and they're gonna get an answer whether you like it or not. So yeah, <laughs> I'm dude, on dude, the phone, he and he's me. like, you, he was yeah. like, dude, you get you got thirty minutes to talk. I said,
0: thirty min, all right, yeah,
1: sure, <laughs> thirty minutes.
0: <laughs> That's fine, sure. You know, I'm on the phone with a police department. Uh, yes, sir.
2: You yeah, know? just automatically getting nervous like for no reason. <laughs> he's like, he's like, do you have a couple minutes to like answer some questions about Brad? And I was like. Yeah, sure. And then it was like twenty minutes. I'm like, bruh, like why? Why are we asking this question? <laughs> uh, how did it? How did yeah, it go? Did it went well, dude. I was, I was gassing you up, Brad. I was gassing you up. I'm not even gonna lie. He was like, he was like, you know, what? that's just the stuff we like to hear about, Brad. Too. And I was just like, yeah, all right, see ya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Word.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, peace.
2: Word. Straight up though, man.
1: Everyone, everyone that I uh, talked to that got called they were like telling me what they told him and I was like noticing that everyone was pretty much telling him the same thing and uh like Parker he was like yeah he asked me if he have ever seen you drink and I was like yeah of course I have and then the guy was like have you ever seen him out of control or like gone too far and Parker was like no <laughs> and I was like Hold on, let me pull up. You got Snapchat, officer? Let me pull up some memories real
2: quick. Oh, I'm no, kidding, yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I
1: mean, but like when we when we drink, we like keep it within reason. We're oh, not, yeah. We've yeah never I, feel got, like, I feel like, like there's us. a line to
2: cross for sure.
0: Yeah, Dude, like, what, I, I us as guys. I, I did, what I told him was, I was like straight up, he was like, listen, we were in college. We had, um, I mean, we had workloads and we worked and we had school on top of that. And so Sunday football came around. We have red zone. He was like, "What's red zone?" I was like, "Let me tell you." <laughs> you started talking about <laughs> red zone? <laughs> Let me tell you. So, it's just like where you guess- get to watch all these games. So, like we would always go over to my house and then we would just, you know, we would honestly we would crack a few cold ones open and watch some football, you know, just as boys do, you know, just See, the deep Brad, he was specific week but that's what you want though because that's that's me telling the truth that's me
1: straight that's why it was 30
2: that's why it was 30 minutes because you're over here talking about who's in the red zone and how the seahawks should have beat the lions yeah
1: (laughs) here's here's the thing though is it's like when you think about all the times that we've spent together i don't know like if i can come up with one time where i'm like we drank too much and we did things that were like not cool you know like we never yeah go, we've never, we never crossed go, the line yeah like we're gonna we might like have a little bit too much to drink but like we're just trying to chill and eat a pizza and like go to bed like we we weren't those kind of guys where we're like causing trouble this that and the other
2: do you, do you guys exactly? remember slap,
1: slap boxing maybe
2: i like do don't remember girls? that
1: that was remember that you was slap boxing yeah that was different i didn't do that <laughs> That was uh, me. Oklahoma, yeah, okay. Oklahoma drills, yeah. Oklahoma drills. Draft night. The only thing I can think of where I'm like, "Yeah, we we went we went too far that night." Was the night that, uh, just for context, for the people out there, the three of us and our other friend Parker shared a apartment on campus at GCU, oh. and we were we were very good, you oh. know, very good friends. <laughs> we spent a lot of time. Uh, you know, having, having fun in that apartment, but like, you know, it was always within reason and we never like, we're just college students having fun, whatever.
0: I'm not the same man after that night.
1: No. Uh, so (laughs) I, I believe it was my idea or it might've been Parker's idea. It was your idea. Yeah. Yeah. We had this idea that you, uh, you get a handle of just garbage liquor. I think it was vodka so it's like 125 milliliters or whatever, and the, yeah, the challenge, the challenge is that the four roommates drink this entire handle in one night, and uh, mm. we we did it, we did it, um, we we did it, we definitely like got just we just did things we shouldn't have done that night <laughs> that, <laughs> that I can't get into, but uh, golly
2: uh yeah i was i was, i, I <laughs> forgot oh, about man. that night until you just said that
0: oh what yeah. a core memory right there dude
2: I God, just, man we'll,
0: yeah, I we'll, just, we'll never get that those moments back again bro they like, live in all together man like but i think we lived up to it we we did everything we possibly could and like we lived it to its fullest like there's nothing yeah like looking back now there's nothing i would have ever changed except to like live in it you know i mean i, I still lived it every single moment it was so well, sick you know you did Oh yeah, yeah. You best know. I'm gonna live every single moment. Yeah,
1: you should. As you should. Yeah. All right, um, Ethan. Do you have
2: a blessing that you wanted to share with us? Yeah. What's your blessing? Yes, I remembered it. Hear your blessing. This might be a little underwhelming, but my blessing is to do lists. I'm a big believer in making a to do list when when you know things get when things get tough, and you know you got a lot going on. Making a to do list and just Canceling out things one at a time, even if they're like small things like work out or like get dressed, put the things away, even like canceling stuff out like that just feels good. It's good for the soul, it's good for you, the did brain. Did you write it down?
0: You write everything down? Like do your laundry, work out, you write it down?
2: Yeah, man. That that's that's like a habit that I've got. Like I mean I I guess I journaled a little bit last year, but I like I have to started to like dude, to if you just that. like flip me and Katie talk about this sometimes, but like if you just flip through our journals, it's just the most random crap on each page. Like sometimes it's like, oh, the notes from a sermon. Other times it's like, oh, I needed to work out this math problem really quick. Other times it's like what I wanted to shop for. Other times it was like, oh, the money that I've made selling clothes on Depop. And it's just like it's like if you just like published this like journal, it'd just be the most random things from page to page. Well
0: what do you, you know? what do you think is like the most benefiting Beneficial thing about journaling, though. What? Like, why? Why should I? Like, why should I start it? Because that's something I do want to start, truthfully.
2: Um, but I don't see all the benefit in it all, all the way yet. But like, what's your benefit? Elijah, I feel like you would really benefit because you just yeah. have a lot of thoughts, bro. You just have yeah. a lot of thoughts, and like, you just say things, and a lot of the time, you don't really remember what you say. Oh, like, that's just in the theme of this week. True. Just <laughs> like getting stuff, and like, and now that you got like a bigger, like a more responsible or a job with more responsibility, I feel like the things that you're like dealing and going, going through, like just having like the ability to write it down and like to have it in something tangibly in front of you is like really nice to have yeah. in my opinion.
0: Cause dude, I, I literally bought journals to even use them. There's like no words in these either. And they're mm. so nice too.
2: I sometimes, I don't... sometimes over the weekend, sorry, Brad, I'm going to say this one thing and then you're good. Sometimes over the weekends at Rancho, I would like sit in the recliner and I would just like write like a, I called it like a mindly check-in, and I would just like write everything that I was thinking from that weekend, and I just put it all on paper and then be like, huh, all right, close it up, and then that was it. But it was nice. Yeah, just kind of recap, you know, just like re- like
0: like like remembering what happened throughout your day. That that is that is really good because oftentimes, bro, we like, like what I do. Like what I realize too is that like I'll look at someone and I won't even rem- like. The things that I want to notice is like, one, the color of their eyes or like just the subtle things like, for instance, your damn birthday. Totally forgot that. Need to write something or just have it visually written down or like someone's favorite color. Like it's like those little things when you forget them, they have huge impacts, dude, especially when you're talking to someone and then you're like, oh, you've already asked me that. Have you had have you ever come across that? Where you're like, oh wait, you already asked me that. And you're like, oh now I look like a fool right now. I don't yeah, even know. It what just makes that. it seem it
2: just makes it seem like you're a douche, but in reality you just forgot.
0: Yeah, you just forgot. Yeah. And you just like, you were thinking about other things at like what I often do is think about the next question that has truthfully, and that's not what I need to do. Like I need pen and paper Jeez. right in front of me. <laughs> because I love having a really good conversation, but I need to focus on the content of the conversation rather than facilitating a good one. And I think that's my biggest flaw that I've had to realize in the past. Uh, honestly, week, dude. We can dive into it though. I mean, it's... let me
1: uh, let me get in on this conversation of journaling. I don't really journal, but the one thing I started doing that I love, um, on the topic of like you're saying, having a conversation, is you my know. conversations with God. I write them down Ooh. instead of just thinking Ooh. them or talking them out. So like. What I've been doing, honestly, and I've talked about this at the Bible study for the people that are gonna listen, I like just cannot focus for some reason when I'm like trying to pray and think of all the things I want to pray about, and then I'm like, you know, did, bouncing around and I'm like thinking about other stuff going on in the day. So I find that just writing it down, like literally like as if you're writing a letter to God, is just so beneficial. Mm. And so I'll just you're tough I'll do that. I like that a lot you ever like write
0: down what you think god's answers might be
1: no i uh
0: is that something that maybe we could implement is that is it like like how we brainstorm that idea because i don't know because we always are praying about it but like i i have i have a prayer journal that i have and i have strictly just prayers <clears throat> and but i always pray it and then i do the next prayer and then i do the next prayer but i never look back at him and be like wait he actually did answer this you know and then write that down so i can remember it would that be something cool but yeah, yeah i feel like that'd be something cool to do
1: I think his answers, like, his answers, you'll see them when you go back and look at it. Like, I'm looking at a prayer from uh, September 1st right now, and just, like, glancing at it, I can see things that have already been, like, sorted out, and I have, this is the first time I'm, like, looking back at it. Um, And then it'd be
2: cool to go back on those things and, like, thank God for them happening. Mm-hmm. you know or maybe yeah. give something more prayer or give something more thought and time you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: bro yeah. building
0: on that dude so you ever like so you ever pray for something and then you receive the answer in a way that you didn't expect it to be but it's your prayer exactly your answer that you were looking for and what you asked for it's kind of a loaded yeah. question
1: can you, have. you like provide context
0: so my context is, um so I've been praying for I, I love the prayer and the idea of praying for my future wife. I love that. You know, like pray that she's doing really, really well. Hopefully she's um seeking you first and then finding me second. Um but I was praying, I was like, God, I feel like I'm 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 ready for something and um uh put I know it's your timing, not mine, but put the woman in my life and that I that I um need in my life, you know, I regardless of what that looks like. And after all this praying, you know, while I was in Rancho, after Jack, I finally have received something. Now, this is kind of what I want to dive into. This might be a little <laughs> – Soft this might be, it, it might be a little – I don't know. You can put, we can put it on the pot, It's fine. Um, but our values are vastly different. Uh, not vastly different. It's just one value. Uh, so I'm Christian. The girl I'm talking to is Muslim. And we've been going on several dates, and it's been absolutely wonderful. But the main thing I stated was I'm not pursuing anything. You know, I I, I envision myself with a Christian woman and everything, but then I I look back at it, and we'll get into those details later. But in turn, God has given me the answer that I wanted, um, just not the way I saw it coming, which I find God's humor to be so funny, right? It's it's, it's hilarious. So... in any sense, has God ever done that for you guys? It's kind of a hard question to answer, too.
2: I would yeah, like to sure. think so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I still thank Him for it every single day. I'm like, yeah, you know, right? Yeah, I did. And this is exactly what I needed to be seen because, uh, dude. Ethan, I actually wanna ask you about, ask you something. So um, the thing they do in uh, Muslim culture, they get married really quickly. So like they have, they court basically. And courting is amazing. I I love the idea of courting. But in the midst of these courting dates, you discuss one, your finances, what you wanna do with your kids, you know, spanking, how you wanna raise them religious wise, Mm -hmm. um, where you wanna live, um, you know, just all the simple, the the aspects of marriage putting together they go over that. So what I told her, I was like, you know, I want to go on a date and I want actually want to talk about these things, even though we're not even, you know, there yet. I just want to test the waters out so I can find out more about me, find out some cool things um, that I have never even thought about before. So she was asking me questions. I was asking her questions uh, about, you know, finances and how we want to do bills, how we want to split that up and everything. But so have you had that conversation
2: with uh, Katie? I mean, we we we've talked about a lot of those big things mm. about like kids, about living situation, and like even being in this serious part of dating where, you know, we're not technically engaged yet. There's like a whole like we we've talked about basically everything, you mm. know, in terms of like who's paying the bills. Haven't had that conversation yet. It's a um, weird question. But asked, that's that's dude. a good one. That's a good one to bring up, I guess. Wow, well, um, Yeah,
0: you you ought to bring that up.
2: I think I think it's very important that you we like as as people before you get into like the seriousness of a relationship hammer out those details like you're doing I don't know maybe you, I was gonna comment is that too early for you but if that's just your style you know that's might be your style but regardless just getting those hard questions out before you get married because that can it can lead to a lot of tough stuff just a personal anecdote Um I've been talking with one of my coworkers a lot recently and he's somebody that's been like struggling with his faith and we've, I've just gotten the chance to talk to him a lot about it. And one of the things he's talked about is how like his wife is like a devout Catholic and she's not really like strong about it, but it's just been in her family, been in her tradition and he like doesn't get anything out of the Catholic church. And he's just always like felt closer when he's at like a, you know, non-denominational or like a Baptist, you know, reform kind of thing. And the fact that he's like, yeah, I just don't think my wife would ever be open to like switching. And it just kind of stinks because like, I just don't really get much out of going to church. And I'm just like, like, yeah, that kind of, that kind of stinks that like you guys aren't, I don't know. uh, There's a lot of controversy about what equally yoked means. And like, there's a piece of me that's like, man, like, it just sucks that like, He'll never get to experience that with his wife if she's not open to it, you know, Mm -hmm. going to a different church because she's so caught up in her family's tradition. And, like, Mm -hmm. he even, like, went through the whole, I think he said the RCIA or RCAI or something like that, where you, like, convert to being a Catholic as an adult, which is a a whole process, by the way. But he, like, went through that whole thing just so he could take communion and, like, It's, it's just it's, tough. It's insane because it does
0: create, it creates a divide between you and God too, because in the Bible, it states that um, a man and woman are supposed to uh, cherish God, one as woman to Christ and Christ as to the church. And that with having that divide and that difference in religion, it creates a, an immense amount of problems that I never want to face in my life. I think I want my number one goal in a, in a woman is to have the same faith as me because it creates something so beautiful. Because you guys heard of the triangle thing, right? The triangle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've brought it up several times already. You go closer to God. If you go closer to God, you're going to go closer to your partner.
1: Explain and, it. Explain it for the people on the pod that can't see, though.
0: All right. Yeah, so everyone put up, put up put up, a triangle with your hands right now. Index and thumb. Thumb is touching thumb. Index is touching index, right? So if you're looking in the pit of your index finger where your index finger meets your thumb, that's where you are on your left hand. And then you look on the opposite end, that's where your spouse is. And God is at the point of your index fingers. Now, if you move them farther apart, I mean, you can't really with your hands, but in a sense, you get further from God. But if you guys both you can see that if you move closer to God, closer to God, closer to God, and eventually your thumbs touch your index fingers, you, there's like no space in between it. And therefore you two are a lot closer than you were from the beginning. So if you go closer to God, you go closer with your partner. And I think that's the biggest lesson learned in any kind of marriage counseling, any kind of marriage class I've ever been a part of. i am blessed enough to go to GCU, but that is ultimately the bottom line. And there's obviously... Marriages that flourish, you know, they 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 are amazing without God. But you know, that's honestly, I I like to give that to pure luck or just pure communication styles. You know, you can be conditioned to some
2: certain styles of communication that yeah, work. Yeah, well I better. think I think we just we we obviously don't have the answers to a lot of things, and that one of those right. things is like the difference in religion, and and like even like the differences of branches of religion. Like, who am I to comment on? You know, if there's a non-denominational or a Catholic and then like what's going to happen because of that. Right. Like, we, yes. we don't know because we don't, we don't know. We're does. just people. We don't have the answers, you know. But yeah. like I do think there are a, a baseline set of beliefs that should be contingent for both people. And that's like, did Jesus die on the cross for our sins and did he did he rise again? And, you know, the, yeah. like those are the biggest things that should be answered and should be agreed upon at least. If you are a you know Christian person seeking out another seeking out a seeking out a partner, I mean, it's just mm. those, those big questions about religion just boil down to: Did Jesus die on the cross for our sins? Did he rise again? You know, did God create the world? Like, is there only one God? And you know, and like just agreeing on those simple concepts—I guess I say simple—they're not really that simple, but like just agreeing on those, I feel like is the 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 almost the platform that you want to start on the the, the foundation that's what I'm talking yeah. about the because essentially
0: they they we all worship the same god Catholics, Jews, Muslims, Christians regardless of what sect of Christian you are it's all the same exact god it's just different perspectives and then also different prophets too that they really hone in on or different Portions of the Bible that they may or may not believe in or choose to not, um, you know, dive into. Like, for instance, Muslim culture, they believe in the exact same God. They just have two different prophets, Muhammad and Jesus. It's very different.
1: It's it's I don't agree.
0: What do you mean? It's,
1: well, they, it's don't, they don't believe the,
0: in the New Testament.
1: It's not the same. It's just completely different.
0: It, it's well, they're the same God, though.
1: But it's literally a religion birthed off of like – what is it? Abraham's like mistress or whatever. Like that's where like the prophet Muhammad or whatever it is essentially came from. Like I'm not going to delve into it too much because I don't know enough about it. But there, if it was the same, then there wouldn't be a war in the Middle East right now. Like sorry. It's, it's different.
0: What do you mean the war?
1: The, the Palestinians yeah. versus the Israelites like they're literally yeah. fighting yeah. they're literally fighting over Hold the on. fact that they believe that they each have rights to a holy land and uh you know it, it can't be a holy land they they wouldn't be fighting if the holy land belonged to the same god so it's it's different and i think
0: that's a good point
1: i think for you like i i i would say you need to tread lightly with this girl that Oh, is yeah. uh, you know of a different religion? I think. Yeah.
0: Um, We've set a standard with each other. Uh,
1: yeah, it's just it, that's tough, and like well, like, every like you said, like speak- every every good relationship that or like the relationship you want to be a part of, you want them to love Jesus, and yeah, uh, that's don't don't ever forget that because people are going to try and trick you out of that.
0: Right, and I, and what I honestly love about our encounters is because we. Are constantly talking about our faith, and which helps me feel as though I'm worshiping my God in conversation. Like, do you guys ever feel like the fire of God while you're just talking to some people about God, say for Bible study, Brad, or you know, while you're at church, while you're praying, or anything? And that that's that's genuinely why I think I am so intrigued with uh, my interactions with this woman is because we just talk about God nonstop. You know, it's not trying to convince one one or another of a certain point, but it's just you know diving into it diving into what I know and diving into what she knows. And it's it's been really beneficial for me um, since I haven't been able to go to church all that much and I've been working too much. Honestly, I've been working a mm-hmm. little too much. Um, and it's just ha- having, it's fun and it's nice having a conversation um, just constantly about God and just where values lie. I think it's really cool. Yeah. So I think
1: it's important.
0: Oh, it's so important. But I know I need deep down to be with uh, a woman that is Christian, truthfully.
2: Yeah. I think it's cool that you have those conversations, but ultimately just remember what you're ultimately looking for in a relationship, a romantic relationship, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure she's a really nice, really pure girl too. Like obviously this isn't knocking her for any reason at all, but just speaking brothers in Christ, you know, brother to brother,
0: brother to brother. Yeah. Brother,
2: brother, (laughs) brother in Christ. (laughs) <laughs> oh man um anyways that was a little bit of a tangent but we're cool with it we, we have fun here um <laughs> you, should we uh should we dive into some questions yeah, yeah dude brad should. i feel
0: like i feel like you've been cooking up something man I, I what you cooking up for us i know you got something for us brad <laughs> is dialed
2: brad is so dialed
0: he's freaking a, dialed
2: so i have um i have a
1: couple because we always say we're like we're gonna bring two, so I, I always bring two. So I, I'll just start with cool. one, and then if if we make it back around in the next 20 minutes, maybe I'll post the next one. Um, and I this has definitely been asked of you guys before, but I thought it'd be fun to uh, just bring it up on the pod. What feels like a sin that is not a sin? Mm. Like drinking feels like a sin, but it's not a sin. Putting what is it putting about? one. Putting one sock on and then putting a shoe on and then putting one sock on and then putting a shoe on—that feels like mm. a sin.
0: Mm.
1: Eating I a banana. with a like the, the one peel could be... on
2: Feels like oh. a
0: sin. that's a good one. But I feel like the drinking one is like a whole different sect. You know, we get that's a whole. Yeah, different... I feel
2: like that's a different one. Yeah, Cause but I mean, it because drunkenness is in in the Bi- in the Bible as being a uh,
1: yeah, but you know drinking... how how not to live your life. Drinking is not a sin.
0: But like, back then, dude, wine, wine that they drank was like 3% alcohol, if even that. Now it's like, you drink a glass of wine, it's 12%.
2: <laughs> you get yeah, but it. Jesus. That's just more gray line, me. guys. That's just more gray line that we don't know the answers I to. You know? I don't think yeah, it's a gray right right. at all.
0: But it's fun to debate it, you know, with reason and with evidence. If you can't but how, bring evidence no, to like the table.
1: S- my evidence is Jesus Christ was the sinless man and he drank That's so therefore true. drinking is not a sin
0: unless you get drunk unless unless drinking brings you to other sin.
1: drinking drinking brings you to sin definitely mm-hmm. but drinking itself is not a sin do you mm-hmm. think being
2: drunk is not a sin brad
1: no no i think uh i think drunkenness is a is a sin but i think uh so then what the is, what of, do
2: you what do you group that in with then? If you think drunkenness is a is a sin.
1: Like he said being being a drunkard is a sin. Like um, mm. like becoming that type of person essentially where the alcohol takes over you that is what I would consider a sin. Right.
0: And mm-hmm. it's, it's a thin line to tread man because it really can take you over. I heard this one uh, theory though, it's just like if you no longer can share the gospel of uh, of god and just who god is and who jesus was to you um while drinking then that's when you know you've done too much but then again like i've been i've been drunk at times and shared gospel with like you know it still leads me to sin and everything but i can talk about who i love all all day i want but i don't mm-hmm. know it, c.s C.
2: C. lewis is a big uh a big advocate for having those conversations like he's spoken in in some of his writings about getting, you know, quote unquote drunk, or at least a little tipsy with some friends and like having that allow your conversations to grow deeper in talking about God. So that was something where I remember reading and I was like, oh, like, okay, this is interesting. Not Mm -hmm. saying C.S. Lewis is a prophet, but you know, he's a religious writer.
0: Oh yeah. And he's he's a good writer at that too. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: He's a phenomenal writer.
2: But, um, what, um, for the question, um, folding book pages instead of using a bookmark
1: oh, like
2: a yeah
0: yeah stepping out of the mm. shower uh before you grab your towel to dry off if you don't dry off in the shower that's dude don't get the floor wet that's that. good
2: yeah like that's good
0: web, bro. dry off in the shower <laughs>
2: that's good bro yeah that's bro. good
0: because I, I did that the other day. Because I had to go to like the launch like the door over, and it's like oh, you've been to the bathroom in here. Like I forgot my towel, so I had to go into like the cabinet right there. But I got the floor wet, and I'm like, dude, now I had to use this towel to like dry off the floor. It's a whole situation yeah. where it doesn't
2: need to be happening. Tough situation.
1: Tough <laughs> putting, yeah. the, putting the milk in the bowl and then the cereal.
2: Yup. Yup. I don't know anybody that does that though.
0: I don't know, unless dude. you get it, it, if it's on your there. second bowl of cereal, it's fine. It's fine.
1: It's because you don't hang out with sinners, Ethan. That's why you've been <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're all
0: sinners,
1: man. We're all sinners.
0: Yeah, we are. Truthfully.
1: Um... <laughs> Yo, at church on Saturday, the uh, worship team, you know how they'll be like, oh, stand if you're able kind of thing? He yeah. literally just goes, he like, you know, does a little twang on his guitar and he goes, stand if you're a sinner. And <laughs> just everyone's standing.
2: Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Put, put. I oh, you're gonna say putting, you called somebody out for not standing. I would like me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, putting the the Keurig, no, not the Keurig, the uh, Brita back in the fridge with no water. That a feels period.
1: like a sim. I have yeah. seen both. of You want you to talk? Bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did that. I
0: did that, man. I, I felt like shit doing it every single time.
2: Seen both. Oh, of you. Yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely done that too. I didn't go cap. Yeah um i've been told i've been told i do this specifically but using a microwave and then like you take it out before the ding and then you don't reset the timer
0: so it's like i do that
2: all the time yeah but people get mad at it bro my coworkers used to get on me like i remember i walked in and they were all waiting for the micros and they're like oh here's this guy the guy that doesn't clear the time and i'm like bro what like but now that i've realized it it, now that i've realized it it's like kind of annoying because it just like Mm -hmm. blinks and you're just like, bro, just press N. just press end. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I do so that. True. I I
1: did that three times today. I <laughs> I do that literally every time because I don't want to hear the thing go. So I'll wait yeah. until I'll like watch it and it's like three, two, mm. one. And then like as it hits mm. one, I pull it. Mm. And then yeah. I just leave it. You don't, it. you don't press clear. You don't press well, clear. I, you gotta press clear, bro apparently Because like what's the next
2: what's the next person supposed to do that goes in after you just press start and then wait for the beep and then put in a new time
1: no right. no no so <laughs> uh, hey, hey hang on hang on i'm I, <laughs> you're just I'm getting work i'm about to get next, crucified yeah. here i'm getting <laughs> crucified here um what i do is i use the add 30 seconds button for literally
2: everything everything like a, mm-hmm. unless you're gonna do that in one second bro you gotta i'm gonna go piss continue no, this no, no, no.
1: all right but um, unless it's like a seven minute like thing, I like there'll be one second, and then you just press the add thirty seconds thing like three times, and now you got yeah. you know, a minute thirty one on the
2: clock. Yeah, I do. I mean, I do that same thing. I, I sit there and I spam the add thirty seconds. Just <laughs> yeah, rather, yeah. it takes less work to do that than type two zero zero. You know? Yeah, I
1: could. I could not tell you the last time I used the numbers on the microwave. I use that. <laughs> I literally only use that button,
2: bro. When so. was the last time you had ramen? Uh, this summer actually. <laughs> really? Okay. Yes. I feel like I haven't seen that dish in a long time. Okay, I ate it out of nostalgia.
1: So I was <laughs> okay. like, I was like, you know, I didn't want to do it, but I was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta remember where I came from. You know, the the boy yeah. humble. You gotta um, remember your roots. I got to remember my roots. So I like saw ramen. I was like uh, house sitting, dog sitting at my aunt's house. And she was like, yeah, you know, eat whatever. I'm like, Pfft, bet. And I like look on top of the, the 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 cabinets and there's like a case of ramen up there. And I'm like, oh, I haven't had <laughs> this in a while. <laughs> so I, I did it Shut all right. Up. You know, put the egg in there. It was money. All oh, you got to
2: do oh, that. Oh, the egg. Egg elevates yeah. the dish. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. I, I, I've i been dying to ask you guys this for two weeks, all right? I need you guys both to pull out a piece of paper, all right? We got we We're doing some writing stuff real quick. Ethan, get something to, to write on. This is just for YouTube because you guys know the NFL a little better than I Can do. Can I write in my uh, notes?
1: Can I write in my wait, notes? Wait, is, is this for the pod or is
0: this? Yeah, it's for the pod. It's for all of us, yeah, because then I want to see whose team or, you know, who would ever think, you know, maybe in the comments whose team is going to be the best, okay? So what I'm going to do, I have a – NFL random generator right here, okay? What I want you to do is write um, QB, wide receiver, running back, tight end, uh, defense, and kicker, okay? I'm going to spin this wheel. Whatever team it lands on, you can pick any of those uh, positions you would like, but once you pick it, you cannot rechange it. So it's going to land, mm. say it landed on Cowboys. Now you can pick Dak. You can pick CeeDee. You can pick um, Tony Pollard. Oh, but like once, once you fill that position, you can't fill it again. All right, so I'm spinning the wheel, spinning the wheel. <laughs> Let's see what it I'm lands on. First overall
2: pick, just just call it great. out. Oh, this out, is a beautiful yeah. one. You got the Eagles. Uh, you got the oh, Eagles, wait, bro. Eagles?
0: Do you want their yeah, O-line,
2: bro. though. I'll, I'll, I'll take bro. that. I do, I do want the O-line. Let me get the O-line. Are you picking
0: O line? Okay, Brad. Who you want from the
2: Eagles? You can't pick O line. I'll
1: take take the wide receiver. Who you getting? AJ Brown. Brown.
0: Next team is up, and that team is oh yeah, Tennessee Titans. (laughs)
2: Oh, hell no! God, I'll take uh,
1: you know what? I'll take uh, I'll take Nick Folk at kicker.
2: Hey. That's a solid pick. Oh, All right. Okay. Who you want from Tennessee? Give Titans. me Derrick. Give me Derrick Henry. All right. Say yes. less. He's. Lost. I can't wait to hear these teams after this. <laughs> Brad, you're so scary. Yeah, Ooh. Tampa Bay, the Bucs. Oh, so I Ethan, get to go first, right? No, no, I get no, to go no, first. Not, not no, 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 no. Hold on, what, hold what on. What happened to Snake Draft? You just picked first. You just yeah. Picked. You went. You went. Yeah, so then. I
1: get to go again. No. I get to no, go no. First again.
0: You, you go you, no, you go oh you go gosh. last and then first.
2: Last and first. It's with two people. So he people gets
1: two picks. first. Oh my
2: gosh. No, man. after I pick first right now, you pick yeah, first. Right yeah, yeah. That's see. not a snake draft. That's just normal. Yes, it <laughs> is, it's with bro. two people? It is cuz it's because 2 <laughs> You get you get two picks. You get All two right, picks. You whatever. Go second. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm picking the defense for Tampa Bay.
1: <sighs> that's fine. I'll take I'll take the O-line.
2: Oh, all
0: right. They were. I guess we're doing to... Your team I sucks. Didn't know how many... Tristan, yeah, worse?
1: Are you kidding me? Oh, Patriots. Yeah, Ethan, Ethan, team. Ethan, <laughs> <laughs> Ethan. Name one player. <laughs> name one player in that secondary for Tampa Bay.
2: Carlton Davis. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yes! Yeah. I'll take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take uh, I'll
1: take uh, Hunter Henry at tight end. Hey, <laughs> I mean that's
2: good, buddy.
0: he's he's done good. He's done good things. Uh, he's good for a touchdown every three games.
2: Hold on, who who's their kicker, bro? Because that's who I need on my squad. Blake Groupies. Oh yeah. no no no! They have got
1: someone no, groupie, new now.
2: Groupies for the Saints. It's like Ryland or something. Oh right, he's a rookie, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, give me give me that kicker, man. Because I'm you can not get right. name,
1: you can't yeah. even know his name, man. That's the difference between you and me. So,
2: write it down. Write it down.
1: That's make sure you are Man, you
2: take. Are we good oh, on, on Patriots? On. Let, me, let, me sure, let me make sure I get his name. Chad Ryland. Ryland, yeah, hey, the Ryland.
1: Ryland. there you go. See
2: the worst kicker in the league, yeah, according to fantasy. So, so Ryland, are you going with that? You going with that? that? Not even maybe Too not late. even Richard. I am saving. I'm saving Fingers my position players, bro. All right,
0: all right, but, uh, so, all right. Wait. So, Ethan, your your first pick, right here. Let's see.
2: I know, I know.
0: Oh, hold on. It it took me out. One second.
2: Don't Reese. Um,
0: oh, this is a tough one, guys. You guys ain't gonna like this one. The Denver Broncos. <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. <laughs> Can we get a re-roll? Uh, <laughs> Ooh, Go ahead and take Judy,
0: bro. You're taking
2: Judy. That's like the only one you could take. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm scalping a, a tight end, bro.
0: Yeah, they're tight end. Uh um, Dolcich
1: is injured, so you can't take him.
0: Yeah.
2: What do you mean?
0: I didn't disclaim that. In the previous games I've I've, I've seen was active players.
2: So I can't take an injured player?
0: No, we didn't disclaim that. If, if I mean, if you want an injured player
2: on your starting
1: roster, go ahead. Give me Dolchich.
2: You know. All right. Dolchich. Yeah, Brad. Go ahead and pick your little poopy team over there. So I'm yeah. going to
1: take Sean Payton at head coach.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, head coach. I forgot. Coach is in this. Coach is yeah.
1: definitely
0: in there. Uh, <laughs>
2: He's not even a good coach, bro. Uh, that's why you won a Super Bowl, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Drew Brees, Drew Brees carried him.
0: Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Time and the next turned. team up is the
2: Chargers. Ooh, yeah. Brad, go, ahead. go ahead. Don't pick that wide receiver because he's mine. So <laughs> he's he's ass. <laughs> he is he can't 35 years him. old. He, can't, he, already, he already filled the wide receiver role. Yeah, he's
1: I'm gonna go to ahead one and take uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take Justin Herbert.
2: Herbert over Eckler. Give me Keenan Allen. In and I don't Allen, need that, like
1: that bum ass running back because that's an interchangeable yeah. position. Hey,
2: what positions do you guys have left?
1: <laughs> running back. Apparently, and
2: quarterback and head coach. Okay. <laughs> oh Brain shoot! Dude, I guess we like just you. allowed Brad to pick Sean Payton. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my, my, my I, didn't, I, I didn't I didn't just play head coach. Yeah, there you go.
0: Um, all right, hold on. I'm gonna spin it, spinning it and spinning, spinning. This is a cool little app I got here. All right. Oh, you lucked out. Kansas City. Yeah. Patrick. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'll take Brad, the KC defense. KC, the KC defense. defense. Man, Brad, Brad's team is so bad. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm I'm winning in, in four, too. I'm winning in four. Chris Jones right. is blowing up your offensive line. So. The last
0: pick. Whatever you guys got, you gotta fill it. Seattle Seahawks.
1: Pete Carroll, Kenneth Walker, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker, yeah. yeah,
0: Pete Carroll. All right, now let, let's let's hear your guys' teams real quick. Ethan, if you don't mind, take the stage.
1: This is a Super Bowl winner.
2: I'm serious. So I got I got Patrick Mahomes at my quarterback. Okay. Derek Henry at my running back. Damn. Uh, Greg Dol Greg Dolchich at tight end. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Bay defense. The Eagle, the Eagles O line. Hey, man. You one flat. player on that O line. Lane Johnson. Jason Kelsey. Name one player not injured on that O line. Jason Kelsey. All right. Everyone Get off that. me, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Carroll is my head coach. Hey, that's a good team okay. right there, man. You can't really go
0: wrong with that kind of team.
1: Okay. Well. I got Justin Herbert to spin the rock. I got Perfect AJ lost. Brown, who's literally taking anyone to the rack. Yeah, no. yeah Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, who's still got tread on the tires. I'm like, Derek. Yeah, scared, scared of contact. <laughs> uh, Hunter Henry. I always need a white tight end with a white quarterback. It's Why not? Works. Yeah, you can
0: make that happen. It works.
1: Uh, That's absurd.
0: <laughs>
2: Might be racist, but we'll bypass That's- it.
1: <laughs> Uh it's it's not. It's not. Um look at Georgia. You know, Georgia's going crazy right
2: now. Yeah, um, look at the New England Patriots where Hunter Henry's actually on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got the Kansas City okay. defense. Uh Chris yeah. Jones you is can, leading you it you at most time. You, you can't name another player besides Chris Jones though.
1: With the Darius <laughs> Sneed.
2: Hey, there you go. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. There you I go. Got the Tampa Bay offensive
2: line. You ain't naming anybody. No, I he ain't doing it. You Tristan works. Tristan <laughs> oh, Okay, yeah. He got he got worse. He got worse. He got worse. I got Nick Folk
1: at kicker, best kicker uh, in the league. Yep. And I got Sean Payton, a perennial Pro Bowl head coach.
0: There you go. There you go, man. Let us know who, who gonna win. I, I I'm honestly my money's on Ethan's <laughs> team, bro. Ethan's uh, taking that taking it to yeah. the rack i'm sorry bro you got pat mahomes you got you got derrick henry you know you, you got a good old you, line. Put there,
2: you got the best offensive line in that whole nfl with the best quarterback and then arguably the best running back of the past 10 years he's yeah. generational but he ain't what he used to be
0: it's not what he used to be that's true that's true
2: He taking kansas city's defense to the rack though
0: yeah, he's taking <laughs> brad to the rack too yeah we have the nose guard
2: what happened when that offensive line went up against that Kansas
1: City defense in the Super Bowl, though?
0: <laughs> you can't argue that.
1: Yeah,
2: that's crazy. All yeah. Right. <laughs> that was fun, Elijah. Ethan, what's your question? Uh, okay, so my question kind of hitting a little pivot here. I'm curious. Um, overall, maybe you can answer this at any point of your life. What has church meant to you? Oh, Whether that's like right now in your season of faith, whether that's like when you were at your peak, whether that's necessarily when you didn't know Jesus, whether that's, you know, when you were in a rut, what has the church meant to you? And that can be in any part of your life. That's a crazy question. What a great one. Uh, it's a loaded one for
0: sure. It, um, it it represents fellowship and community to me, but the church can be found within uh, yourself in a lot of ways. Because, well, one you you need other f- followers in Christ with you, and um, I think you can facilitate church anywhere you go. It's not confounded into one building that you go to every Sunday. It's 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 comprised of the moments that you can create in a community in a public setting to, um, demonstrate what church really is. And if you, I mean, I've, I've looked at acts a few times and that's what the perfect church is. Um, it represents that. And it it goes, what I do know about it is that it states that, um, people in Christ need to be together so they can help each other grow and one keep each other accountable. And I think you can find church within like friend groups within, um, just your own circles of life. And that's kind of what where I have been, because I, the sad part is I haven't been able to go to church in, oh my gosh, it's been forever, dude. But I have, uh, I've had to find church in other moments. But church is, um, if I had to put it into one little thing.
2: Do you see it, I guess, do you see it as more of like a concept, or do you see it as more of like a physical space? Ooh, that's a great uh, concept, for
0: sure. Um, I think it's a definite, a definite, uh, for sure, concept. But, I mean, it's So you're both. saying
2: not, it's not necessarily, like, church isn't necessarily going and worshiping every Sunday, but it's the conversations that you have outside of the building. It's the community. It's the relationship part. That's what you're saying is, like, your church?
0: Yeah, I would have to. Um, I would have to say that because... Um, I mean, God has ultimately put me in this situation, this, this place of, of, of life, this workplace. And, um, I don't think if, if, um, if church was a necessity, which it is, I mean, in several different aspects, but like, uh, I, I truly felt, feel led to be in where I'm at right now. And that means working on Sundays and yes, I could take the extra step and try to go to church on Wednesdays and whatnot, but I have Bible study for that too, which is really good. So I think it's a collective of like-minded men and, um, like-minded people sorry that can discuss God and um, uh, work towards bettering themselves through God um, so I think it's a concept that you can have anywhere
1: hmm. Brad yeah so I guess um, can you repeat the question just so I know like what I'm answering?
2: You can – so I kind of posed it a couple different ways. One way was what has church meant to you? And then I kind of broke it down a little bit more with Elijah and said like what what does it mean to you? Is it more of a concept or is it more of like a physical space? Mm -hmm. Or you could just answer like what role has church played in your life?
1: So what it meant to me before was absolutely nothing. (laughs) So I think that's why this question is good for me. Um, like for the people that don't know me or like maybe the people like that are gonna listen to this that have like been in my life or whatever, like I've shared my story to some aspect with everyone, but like not like you boys definitely know the most, so like you know, don't go spilling anything. But um like as a non believer, I grew up as a non believer, like I went to church one time between the ages of like eighteen and zero basically um but like my dad was always religious so it kind of begs the question of why he never like took me to church or whatever or why we never went to church so i got to ask him about that anyways um it meant absolutely nothing to me but now it means a whole lot more because it's like at school church was like cool and the service was fun and um not like fun but it was like fruitful um, but then, like, a huge part of church, in my opinion, now that I'm, like, more involved, is, like, getting involved. Like, you just build, like, a way better connection with, like, the church itself and, like, your own religion. And, like, um, you know, like, you get to know people and you get to, like, provide for them and help them out. And, you know, you get to basically give back where you've had blessings and stuff. And so I guess that's what church means to me now is it's just, like, it's more of a community in that sense. Uh, And it's just like, you know, you and a bunch of people all kind of like working together to like uplift each other and then uplift other people. Cause I just like, I see it around my church where I see, you know, like shout out to Sarah Rosenthal. She's like one of the hardest working, (laughs) she's one of the hardest working people I've ever met. And she like started the young adult ministry at Chapel street church. And she also leads like the, um, what's it called? The young kids like preschool um, during the service. And uh, just like her work ethic is so inspiring where she just like goes above and beyond for every little thing and every one. And like she like does it for pennies basically. And it's just like inspiring to see things like that. So when I think of the church, I honestly think of her (laughs) to be honest because it's just like you, you realizing the blessings you have and then, giving it back to other people and blessing them like where you can. So it's like that. And then the pairing of like the, the service of like, you know, you learning something or like, you know, refreshing your faith, that kind of thing.
0: That's good. Shout out to yeah. Sarah, right? That's cool. Yeah.
1: I'm going to tell her to listen to this cause she's, she's the goat, but what do you, what do you think Ethan? Hop on
2: the pod. I mean, you guys, yeah, honestly, Uh, but I think you guys like really hit the nail in the coffin. I think for me, just like I, a little different experience, like I've, you know, gone to church like a lot of my life and I've never really felt connected or gotten anything out of it. It hasn't really been until this past year where I've actually like decided to serve and like Serving in a church has, I can honestly say, like, changed my life for the better. Like, I feel like there's such a stigma around serving in a way where it's like, we're adults and we've like worked a whole work week and it's like, oh my gosh, like now the church wants me to do what? Like now I have to like put in more hours of service, like, oh my gosh. But Mm. serving is like, so like, just, oh my gosh, like it's the best, like it's the best experience like, to me, like, doing, and I was trying to tell my coworker this today, but, like, just, like, knowing that the work you're doing is directly affecting God's kingdom, and, like, the people that enter that space is just so important, and, like, it's so meaningful, and, like, it can seriously make your day, like, oh, my gosh, I gotta wake up to, like, go to church this morning, to, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so excited I get to, because, like, then on top of serving, and, Brad, you can probably speak on this, too, like, Just the community and the people that you meet through doing stuff like that, like some of the best friendships I've ever made, specifically just because like you have this group of people that are like-minded, A, but also have the right thing, like they have God in their hearts to where when they talk to you or they give you advice or, you know, they bring stuff up, they text you outside of work, you know that it's always coming from a place of like Jesus is in there, you know? Mm -hmm. and like that's That's something that i just you can't really explain until you do it and like you see it and like that's something that's absolutely changed my church experience is like me and katie go to these churches and and almost every time we're like man like that was a good but like we just don't really feel like they 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 dove in enough and like it's like yeah we get it like we've heard this message a hundred times but maybe that's just because like we're at a different season of faith right now and like We need to be doing more to be intentional with the church, like serving or like getting involved in groups, you know, and like, I think that's what church is supposed to be is this place where you're pushed and you're held accountable by other believers. And that's something that I just didn't have growing up. And it's something that I like, am trying to make a priority in my life right now. Mm. That's cool.
0: Yeah, being a fellowship, just being in community is so important. I think it, it benefits you in every single way. And being in a position like you, Ethan, I mean, maybe that's God saying, maybe it's time for you to step up and like you know do something in the church. You know, lead. You know, because if you do have those reins and like in your playbook, like utilize that and start wow.
1: up. Uh, you uh, it. you said something that I was trying to say that I like you, but you didn't say it at all, which was like. You have to do those things before you realize, like, what they what they bring to you and what they bring to others. But, like, you can't put, like, your finger on what that's called necessarily. It's really just, like, sharing the Holy Spirit with other people or something. And it's just, like, so beneficial to your own self and others. And, like, just a shortly, we were actually talking about this in the Bible study this week. And Hebrews six, verse seven, he says, for the earth, which drinks the rain that often comes upon it and bears herbs useful for those by whom it's cultivated, receives blessings from God. And then in verse eight, he says, but if it bears thorns and briars, it's rejected near to being cursed, um, whose end is to be burned. But basically what he's saying is like, you've been blessed, but where's the fruit? You know, Mm. like you've been blessed so many times in your life, but like you don't. Like you haven't taken that step forward to bless others or like, you know, further the the religion or like the joy that is like God dying on the cross for you. So that's like what the writer is basically saying. And it's like you just can't put it, your finger on what that is, but it's just it's so like precious.
0: I like that you put I brought in the word to it. That's nice. Yeah. I think we often need to do that though whenever we're speaking about God if you don't know the word the verse word for word I I think it's so important to um actually have evidence to back up what you say, because oftentimes, I mean, I catch myself in this all the time. Is like, I say things out of, you know, what I have learned in church and everything, but it's just a kind of a generalized statement as compared to actually using the word as your sword, as it's stated um, in, in uh, Ephesians, I want to say, with the, the armor of God. I want to start u- using that because that's what Jesus did. And I think that's uh, ultimately, a, you know, a thing that all men should attain is just being able mm-hmm. to bring up the word like that and Brad that's very admirable what you just what you, what you did even though it's as simple as just stating that and that's that's really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What uh I mean we talked about this in the bible study too but um like i just ask this question and then we'll kind of close it out. What's your guys' favorite verse?
0: Romans 12:2 to...
2: What
1: is it? I
0: wear it on this it's cross right, right here. Do not be conformed to this world, yet be transformed um, by the renewing of your mind, so that you may show and exemplify the good works of God.
1: Mm. Why do you like that one specifically?
0: I like the word renew. I like uh, or transforming your mind, um, because that's in a sense what you have to do when you're saved is transform your mind into a way that you have not thought before, and that you may that is very divine. And in so many ways, and God grants us with the divine divine connection. And I think that verse represents um, the essence of what the Bible is trying to tell us, is telling us all these things, these good news, these these good works that we need to attain. But it takes transforming your mind and actually adopting these things with um, what God or Jesus wanted us to do was um, show the good works of God and, and, and be the good works of God. So I think through the renewing and transforming of your mind, you are able to do that. You are able to do that, and I think uh, we are led to lead other people, and it starts with transforming your own mind. And I just like the idea of transforming my mind.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ethan? Do you have one off the top? Uh, yeah,
2: I have to. I, I had to look through. There's like I have a lot of them. I don't like have one. Like if I'm speaking of like one that I've historically loved Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Mm. That's like a classic. That's a classic. Um, I used to like, I used to like dribble that to like before my free throw, I would shoot him in game. I would like dribble out the verse in my head. Um, but like now that I've read most of the Bible, by the way, I'm on revelation now. So that's been Whoa,
0: you have trekked
2: yeah. through that thing. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I just I've highlighted a lot more. One that's not necessarily in one specific place, but it's in a lot of spaces is um whenever Jesus says um humble yourself or like, whoever exalts themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalt- exalted. I think that's just a big one like a big, a big pride one and it's something that I've like dealt with a lot in my past is just pride and knowing when to humble yourself and knowing when to let, let go of the rope a little bit and realize that not everything's about myself, you know, things like that. So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely that. And and again, it's said in a lot of different places. But now those are two that I'm thinking of right now. Um, I could take a lot longer to go through, but I know we're nearing the end here. But those are two for me. What about you, B? Uh,
1: my favorite is actually it's an axe. I feel like this verse doesn't get enough love. I don't really know why. It's one of those where you just read it and you're like, why is this not like written on? Like, why is this not as famous as, you know, I can do all through Christ who strengthens me? Um, It's Acts 2.28. And he says, um, well, he's quoting David. It's actually a quote from the Old Testament. Anyways, um, he says, you have made known to me the ways of life you will make me full of joy in your presence. And I just, I was, I like read that one the first time and I was like, wow, like that's so like profound, you know, just like where I'm at in my life and just like the way God has made known to me like what I'm supposed to do now and like what my life should be like. And then like how I am genuinely full of joy in his presence knowing that, It's just, I don't know, it just puts it all right into perspective in two lines.
0: Yeah, it goes down to God's promises, man. If we focus more on God's promise, God has never went back on a promise. And if he promises all those things, like, I think that's so cool. I love praying about God's promises, wisdom, peace, um, joy. uh, Well, joy in his presence is is, is one of those. And I, I, I just, I really like that idea, you know. Mm. it's really mm-hmm. cool that you're joyful and his presence is, like, childlike. That's cool.
1: Mm-hmm. My other fa- this one I literally – I have never read Luke, so I guess I'm an outcast. But uh, I was on Twitter, and uh, I don't know if you guys know who this is, but Bryce Harper, he's a, he's a player for the Philadelphia Phillies, plays DH sometimes first base. He's literally, like, was a child prodigy. dropped out of high school at 16 to join a JUCO. Got his GED and then went first overall, like in the uh, MLB draft. Um, he got pissed off at an umpire and he threw his helmet into the uh, into the stands, and a kid like caught it and he found out. And he, so he like after the game, he went and signed the kid's helmet, and he signs it and he says, you know, Bl- blah blah blah, Bryce Harper number. Um, and then he put a Bible verse under it, and I had never heard of this one. And it's Luke one uh, thirty-seven, and it just says, um, "For with God, nothing is impossible." And I was just like, "That's Ooh. that's hard. That's <laughs> tough."
0: Especially <laughs> put after your signature too. You said uh, yeah. Luke thirty-one. What did you say? Thirty-seven one.
1: One
2: thirty-seven. One
0: thirty-seven. One thirty-seven. Yeah. That's so cool.
2: Yeah, this right. Is in the context that, yeah. of, uh, of Mary having a having a child, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is so cool, actually. So, I like that one too.
2: Uh, yeah, that's all I got. What about you guys? Nice, good podcast. That was fun. This is fun, guys. Yeah. Um, this guy's being guys. Anybody want to? Anybody want to pray us out today? Elijah, you got it. Me?
0: All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone, bow your heads and whatnot. Let me take off my hat. All right. Father God, thank you so much for this time we get to spend together and this time that we get to share and just dive into your word, regardless if that involves football, just talk about our weeks or anything. I just I can't help but thank you for the, the presence that you have uh, shown us today and for just the duration of this friendship. May we be able to share this kind of friendship with other men, other women, with other like-minded people, with people that don't think the same as we do. And may they uh, use this information to dive deeper into your word or to solidify what they already know. Father God, I just pray that we all have great, great rest of our weeks, regardless if it's just us listening or anyone else listening. Father God, I, uh, I thank you. I praise you. I love you. We all love you in your mighty name. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you all for joining us. I know we jumped around a bit. That was definitely a grind for you guys. It was a grind for us as well, but we appreciate you sticking with us. Y'all have a good week. Peace. Peace. Peace.